We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Pele leaned in and said something to Freddie. Don't let them change you. Keep working on what makes you different and what makes you special. It was great advice, but it caused me some problems. But what could change Freddie do? Soccer is going to explode, and it's going to be around this kid. We're the Beatles. Everywhere we went, it was the Freddie show. And with that came the expectation, and with that came the pressure. New episodes of American Prodigy drop Tuesdays from Blue Wire Podcasts. Notre Dame fans, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown podcast. My name is Brian Driscoll. I'm the publisher at irishbreakdown.com. Joined today by Vince D'Addario, our football analyst. And Vince, it is, uh, it is prediction time, man. It, it is time to go. It is time for us to, you know, we've been going back and forth for two weeks on these matchups and keys to the game and keys to success. And if you, if you don't know what we're talking about, then that means you haven't been listening um, to our former podcast. We've done a podcast on the offensive matchup for Notre Dame against the Clemson defense. We did one for the Notre Dame defense against the Clemson offense. Um, and now it's prediction time, Vince. Man. It's time to, uh, it's time to get into that. And, and you know, this is a big, big moment for Notre Dame and not just this game, but I think this begins a stretch of, of mm-hmm. games that are to me going to define Brian Kelly's tenure at Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is where we are right now is Notre Dame is 10 and 0 uh, played well, have a big win over a Clemson team that was really good, but was also a depleted Clemson team. We have to be honest that's, and objective. That's, and that's the narrative. I mean, that's, right. They, and, and look, they're not giving was, Notre Dame the credit they deserve yeah, for that. And, and that was still a really good win. Sure. But we have to be honest, it also wasn't a win over Trevor Lawrence and Tyler Davis and a, and a truly healthy Clemson team. 
And and we've we've been here before, right? Notre Dame went twelve and zero in twenty twelve, and then got blasted by Alabama. Notre Dame went, you know, they're actually ten and one at one point late in the two thousand fifteen season. Um, dropped their last two games, including a bowl game, lost Ohio State, lost to a really good Stanford team. Uh, twenty seventeen again, team was eight and one, cruising along, and then dropped two games late to Miami, then Stanford. Uh, you know, two out of three games, 2018, 12 and 0 again, went to the playoff, got smacked by Clemson. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, these kind of seasons last year, again, 10 and two in the regular season, lost to Georgia, lost to Michigan. Uh, you know, the, the games like beating Clemson have been, have not been the norm for Notre right. Dame. And if you go out and lose this game, uh, it's going to, it's going to impact that perception a little bit. Then if you go out into the college football playoff and lose, it's kind of like, okay, same old, same old, right? Been here, done that. However, win this game, and you've done something that no team has ever done, and that's beat Trevor Lawrence in the regular season or in, in a that's non-national true. title game. Trevor Lawrence only lost one game in his whole career, 33. I think 33-1, and 34-1, and something 30, like that. 33-1. and one. <clears throat> And the one loss was to Joe Burrow in LSU in the national title game last year. Correct. Right? So uh, this would be a – there's no excuses for Clemson no. anymore uh, and, and none for Notre Dame really either because you're you, you know you, you've got some guys out but they're going to have some guys out uh, Notre Dame is going to be a team that it's it's time to put up or shut up right win this game and then you are you can say okay yeah this is a different team this team has done something that past teams have not been able to do uh, and, and that is beat an elite football team and and you can't there's no asterisk by this one and and then after that it's kind of like you're playing with house money at that point in time, in my opinion. And then we had a, we have a little bit of the disagreement on this. We had a podcast where we actually talked about that. Uh, but uh, we both agree that a win this weekend is, is going to be huge for Notre Dame and it's going gonna, it's gonna to do something big. It's, it's just a, it's a big opportunity for this football team, Vince. Yeah, there's no question about it. It's, it's oh, this is a tough one, man. I, I've been kind of dreading this podcast that we actually have to put, uh, you know, the rubber's going to meet the road here mm-hmm. and we have to put a prediction down into the ether uh, and, and people are going to know how I feel about mm-hmm. this game. And uh, I have gone back and forth I don't know how many times on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't even remember what, what we predicted going into the last meeting. Um, I think we both predicted close wins. I think I was like 27-24. Okay. Um, I can actually look it up while you're talking. So. Okay. Yeah, why don't you do that? Because yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, – <laughs> I have literally gone back and forth in the last – 20 minutes uh mm-hmm. at least three different times uh I'm, I'm pretty sure i've got the score but i'm still not sure who i've got as the winner which team is gonna do which <laughs> yes that's seriously and that that's where i'm at right now no. and, and doing uh if people haven't listened to uh our breakdowns of the offenses versus the defenses please go back and listen because you know going through that almost makes me fall on the Notre Dame side of winning this game mm-hmm. because they do have advantages that I think will tell the tale when mm-hmm. it's all said and done. Um, yeah. So go back and check those out if you haven't already, because there's some good stuff. 23, 21 was your, was your prediction the first time. Man. So you were close. I mean, it was 23 to 20 at one point in time. Yeah. It was the third quarter, but you know, you, you were close. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, I think there, I think, I think there's a lot more scoring in that game than both of us thought. I, yeah, I think, absolutely. I think, you know, I, I didn't think Notre Dame could score 33 in regulation, and I definitely didn't think that they – I was actually close to what I thought Notre Dame would score. Notre Dame scored, what, 26 offensive points in regulation? 
True. Um, you know, but I, I thought the defense would keep Clemson down a little bit more. I didn't think DJ Ungalele would, uh, you know, throw for 439 yards and, yeah. and, and I mean, it just, but that's how games like that go. Right. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it was, a, it was a great matchup, but it's, it's a big one, Vince. And, and I, I'll bet you, you've been struggling with my heart and my head have been having a very yes. big time internal battle the last yes. two weeks. And so we'll get into that, but before we do our predictions, we want to give you all a quick message from one of our sponsors. Indeed. 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical and Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site. And that's according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. And unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. You can contact them the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. According to Comscore, 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions do apply. All right, Vince. So we're back, and it's time to determine which one you're going to go with, your head or your heart. Mm. So uh, there's no wrong way to go about it, right? Um, uh, To me, the way I look at it is the analysis needs to be objective. The X's and O breakdown, the statistical breakdown needs to be objective. We're going to provide our readers as two former football coaches. we are going to provide our readers with legitimate analysis and, 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 you know, dive into the numbers and tell you what we see matchup wise. But when it comes out of prediction time, you know, you can go whatever way you want to go. Right. Because <laughs> uh, if we were professionals at that, um, oh. we would be doing something different. <laughs> and fair. so, uh, yeah, we'd be doing a lot of things different. We'd probably be living in different towns too. So uh, Vince, it's prediction time. So I'm going to allow you to kick it off. What do you, We've been through it all. It's been two weeks. I know you've probably changed your mind three times just in the time that we started recording this podcast. Uh, but here we go, Vince. you you got to tell me what you think the score. We're going to go reverse order. We're going to go score, break it down as to why, then hand out game ball. So, Vince, tell me, okay. what, how do you see this one playing out? Well, I've got a score of 24-21, which is pretty similar to what I had last time. I think this will be – uh, low scoring. Uh, I don't think that's that's out of the realm of possibility. And I right now I've got I've got Clemson coming out on top, uh, mm-hmm. 24, 21. So that's mm-hmm. my that's my score for this t- this time around. I hope I'm wrong, but that's that's where I'm at. Okay, I am. Uh, I'm going a different direction on this one, Vince. Uh, my head keeps telling me Clemson is going to win this one, and Clemson mm-hmm. is going to win this one somewhat convincingly for two reasons, and that is Trevor Lawrence. But I am going to have to go with my heart on this one, Vince, and I'm going to go uh, 33 to 30. Wow, I'm predicting another overtime game. 
Mm. Uh, Notre Dame is going gonna, is gonna to win this one, in my opinion, 33-30 to 30 in one overtime. That's my prediction. And then we'll get into how I think it's going to go play out. I want to just start diving into it now. but I know. I know. I want to allow you to <laughs> kick us off and say, you know, so you went 24-21. We broke down the matchups. Trevor Lawrence versus Ian Book. Notre Dame's great defense against Trevor Lawrence. You know, uh, Ian Book against the Clemson defense that has all their starters back. There's so many different storylines. You mm-hmm. went with Clemson. Uh, which I think – so you kind of went with your head a little bit I instead did. of your heart. So I did. explain to me why you have uh, Clemson winning this one, which I I think a lot of people would agree with you. I think a lot of uh, analysts and outsiders are going to agree with you that, that Clemson is going to win this game. Why do you think it's going to go that way? Well, let me let me preface this with, uh, you know, I think it's going to be close. I think mm-hmm. it is going to come down to the final possession uh, in either direction. I, I think the the number in Vegas is way too high. I, I, I 10 and a half, 11 points is what I've been seeing. I think that's ridiculous. I, I just think that these are two evenly matched quality teams and they're not going to let each other get that kind of distance. Uh, I, I just don't see that happening. Uh, but, but specifically what I do see happening, I still think Notre Dame is going to win in the trenches. Uh, I, I think that they're going to be able to run the ball sufficiently I, I think that they're going to be able to contain Clemson's run and that includes uh, Trevor Lawrence and what he what people think he's going to be able to do in the in the zone read game etc uh, I think Notre Dame contains it. I think they're athletic enough um, I, I don't think they're going to let Trevor Lawrence out of the pocket very much uh, so I don't think he's going to get a lot of scramble opportunities uh, I think Notre Dame does a good job there uh, I, I just think that Trevor Lawrence is the difference in this game. And I I know that's the party line for all the national thinkers. Um, But third downs, I I keep coming back to that stat. 26% for third down the last meeting for Clemson, and they averaged 46%. Mm -hmm. And that's just such a big difference. And Mm -hmm. I I just feel like if if Clemson can uh, even hit their average or even close to their average on third downs, I just feel like they're going to be able to continue some drives. I think they're going to get some drives into the end zone. Uh, obviously not a lot. I don't think they're going to score more than three touchdowns, uh, but I think it's going to be just enough. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think the Notre Dame defense is going to play a good game, but I, I just think Trevor Lawrence is going to be the difference. I think he's going to make that one extra play. Uh, we talked in one of our, uh, our breakdown podcasts earlier about, you know, if, if it's going to be Clemson with the ball last drive against Notre Dame's defense, you know, who comes out on top? Does mm-hmm. the elite defense for Notre Dame stop Trevor Lawrence or mm-hmm. does Trevor Lawrence take that down the field and win the game? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess with my prediction, I'm saying that he does take it down the field, uh, kick that last second field goal to, to win it. Um, I think it will be, I might I can see the pain in your, in your face. Just like, why am oh. I doing this? <laughs> no, right. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. What am I doing? I feel like I'm betraying uh, the team that I follow. Uh, but I, I pick with my head. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's going to be the case. I, I do think, though, it'll be close. I think it's still going to be a springboard for Notre Dame into the playoff. I think that they're going to be competitive in the playoff. Um, I just I just can't pick them to win this game yet. I just, again, I hope they prove me so wrong. I, I would love every second of that. But uh, I'm going with my head on this one. So, I mean, I, I do think there's a scenario in which Notre Dame wins this game that can be driven by analysis as and X's and O's and matchups, and that's what we talked about in our shows the last sure. couple weeks. I mean, Notre Dame, I think, has the advantage in both trenches. 
Um, I think Notre Dame's skilled players are on offense are better than Clemson's skilled players on defense. Uh, I, I think that the gap between Clemson's skill player advantage and Notre Dame's on the perimeter, uh, Notre Dame's defense, is is probably the closest matchup that there is when you consider, you know, Nick McLeod and Kyle Hamilton are, you know, are, sure. are two really experienced veteran football players. Sean Crawford's the most veteran player on the field uh, for anyone. He could have given and, birth to some of the players that are playing. Yeah, his kid's you know. getting recruited by Clemson, I think. Right. Um, but uh, – you know, I, I just think the big the big one for me is, is Trevor Lawrence. And, and I think that's where I even – the reason I even think it's going to be a close game to begin with. And if Notre Dame loses, it's going to be because of that. It's going to be yes. because Trevor Lawrence does what he always does, which is Absolutely. play huge in big games. And so um, I can see that. But, I, you know, part of, part of this is my heart, but also part of this is going my head. And, you know, I, I looked at the weather. It's, it's you know, look, I, I, I went to college my freshman year in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and we got a little bit of snow. You know, it gets cold in December. I remember one year I was in Virginia visiting my family. Got like a foot of snow. I left Colorado where it was 65 and sunny, land in Virginia Beach, and it's snowing. Go figure. For Christmas one year. Yeah, go wow. figure. Okay. Um, you know, so I checked the weather, and it's going to be about 49, a high of 49 at kickoff. And by the time you get to around 7 o'clock, it's going to be in the low 40s. So, yeah, Notre Dame and Clemson that everybody thought was going to be a November cold game. It was a beautiful day. Now yeah, they're going to play again in North Carolina, and it's going to be cold. <laughs> Um, and so I think that's going to factor into this as well, especially getting into the second half. I think, I think the only, I think for Clemson, the way that they're going to win is if they jump all over Notre Dame right away. Mm -hmm. I'm to the point now where I feel like if it's a close game in the second half, that that's where the Notre Dame players are going to start like, Hey, we, we got this, you know, and they've just been in, in some battles this year. You know, they've been, I think, tested a little bit more than Clemson has been tested. And so, other than, of course, Clemson being tested by Notre Dame. Uh, and I, I just see Notre Dame winning. And the reason I went 33 to 30 is – and I really thought about going higher than that. I really thought about going, um, you know, 36 to 33, something like that, uh, 39 to 36. And, and the reason I keep wow. going three-point game is when you, look at, when you look at how Clemson has been in these, in these big games, I mean, you know, they've been on the national stage. Oh, gosh, what – their first playoff appearance was in 2015. Right. Um, and then they were obviously the national runners up that year, beat Oklahoma convincingly in the first round of the playoff that year. Uh, you know, I'm actually going through the scores now, Vince. They beat Oklahoma 37-17, lost to Alabama 45-40. to That next year, beat Ohio State 31 to nothing, beat Alabama 35-31. 2018, beat Notre Dame 30-3, to beat Alabama 44-16. to Last year, uh, they beat Ohio State 29-23 lost to LSU 25-42. So, I mean, the minimum number – and the only exception is 2017 when they had Kelly Bryant at quarterback. They lost 24-6 to to Alabama. So, uh, that was a different team. So, you know, they're scoring at least 24 to 29 points in every game. And so, I think they're going to score points. And and when you see a team twice, I, I think that it will give Clemson the advantage because – Clemson's going to know more about the Notre Dame defense firsthand than what Notre Dame's going to know about the Clemson offense with Trevor Lawrence because they didn't face they that offense seen it. the yeah, first time. Yeah, exactly. But I still feel like at the end of the game, th- this is going to be another overtime game. I think John Doerr's been struggling. I think he's going to get a chance to tie the game up in the end. He's going to do it. He's going to get it done. I think when they go to regulation, Notre Dame's going to come away with a big stop. And I don't know why it is. I just feel like on third down, I just kind of felt like all week, like third down and overtime, Sean Crawford's going to make some kind of pass breakup or some kind of stop that's going to force Clemson to kick a field goal. Uh, they're going to 
nail it. And then I just think in, in, in this first overtime, Notre Dame's offense, knowing they only need a field goal, not wanting to take a chance of an interception or getting a sack, is just going to line up and say, here we come. And the offensive line is going to say, you know, we've carried this team all year. Get mm -hmm. on our back. And they're just going to pound it into the end zone. And that's just kind of how I see the game playing out. I think it's going to be uh, an exciting game. I think both defenses are going to force turnovers. I think Ian Book's going to, you know, have some big moments and some moments where he's going to struggle because he's playing a really talented defense. And I think the same thing is going to happen with Trevor Lawrence. Um, and so I, I think that this is a game where if, if Tommy Reese brings his A game, then I think Ian Book will bring his A game. If Tommy Reese doesn't, and Tommy Reese kind of goes through what we went through last time where, you know, good score early and then a lot of nothing, uh, they're yeah. not going to win this game. Uh, you know, but now he has experience doing that, right? Like, he's a young coordinator that went through that experience and learned from it, you know, and I think sure. he was much better against Boston College because of that. So that's kind of how I see the game playing out, Vince. I think it's okay. going to be a back-and-forth game. I actually think that, that Clemson's going to jump out early, get a couple scores, maybe like 10 nothing, 14-3, something like that. And then Notre Dame's going to come down and answer, and that, then it's going to be game on from that. So I, I, th I think okay. that's kind of how I see it playing out. Um, and I think it's going to be close going into okay. halftime. It's going to be close in the second half. And I think at the end, Notre Dame's going to win it. And, you know, again, part of that's my heart is, is saying that. But the other part is I think there's a lot of – when we made these – when we talked in 2018, Vince, about this game, Notre Dame-Clemson, it was kind of like everything had to go perfect for Notre Dame yes. to have a chance to win the game. Correct. This, that's not the case. That Clemson no. team was just better across the board than Notre Dame at about just every position. And even the positions where I thought Notre Dame had an advantage, their receivers against Clemson's corners – it was like a minuscule advantage. It was like Miles mm -hmm. Boykin and Chase Claypool against AJ Terrell and Trayvon Mullen. That's <laughs> like those are four pros. Yeah. Uh, you know, but the areas where Clemson had advantages, defensive line against Notre Dame's offensive line, quarterback big, advantage. That, that was a big one too. They were yeah, so deep huge, and so talented on that huge. defensive line. Yeah. And then when Julian Love went out, the one the, the one area where Notre Dame could somewhat negate Clemson's strength was, was out way, the window. On. And and give Clemson credit because they went right. At right at spot. it. Smart coaching. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and both times Dante Vaughn got beat, they weren't like, he wasn't getting smoked. I mean, he got his right. hand on one, you know, right. you know what I mean? Like, but that's how good Clemson is, you know, like you, they don't need that big window. They just need the little yeah. bit of window. Uh, so I, I just think at the end of the day, this is another name team that matches up really well against Clemson. Uh, and this is a Clemson team that is really good, but not as good as their – this is not a vintage Clemson team. This I is agree. more to me like the 2017 Clemson team, except instead of Kelly Bryant at quarterback, you've got Trevor Lawrence. That to me is the only difference between that 2017 team and difference. this Clemson team. You know, yeah. Now, that Clemson team the next year went out, and a lot of those young players were veterans then, and they were filthy. Sure. And that's what Clemson's going to be, in my opinion, next year. Uh, but this is a, a Clemson team where I feel like Notre Dame has the better team. I think, I think they're going to win it. So I've tried to avoid the rematch aspect of it and the his historical nature and ESPN throwing up that no top five. And all, uh, there's yeah. this only the fourth top five rematch. And then the other three, the t other team won, the team that lost one and won by at least 21. Right. This is 2020, right? This has yeah. been the weirdest year ever. So I'm like, throw all that other stuff out the window. Yeah, I don't buy into that. I don't buy yeah. into that at all. That, that doesn't yeah. sway my opinion. And frankly right. – you know, just listening to you, of course, it doesn't take much to sway me back over to Notre Dame winning this game. I'm no, don't you back down. I'm sticking down. to my you guns. Already, you are, uh, 
Well, and two of those games, I think, happened before my dad was born. Right. You know, you know exactly. what I mean? So it's like, exactly. you know, that, that stuff. I mean, that stuff. Thanks for the matter. stat, ESPN. Yeah, that, that's basically you. what that is. Now, Vince, um, game balls. And again, this but, can be, you know, th- this can be offensive game ball in this game. And this doesn't have to be a Notre Dame player. If you think Clemson is going to win, then, you know, there's a reason for it. So, so who, who is your offensive game ball going to for, uh, for, for, you can give it to whoever you want to. In this game. Well, I, you know, I, I still, I still think that the best running back in this game is going to be in a gold helmet. I, I just, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like Kyron Williams is going to end up with better stats. I think he's going to run the ball harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, maybe that's a layup uh, game ball to give out uh, considering the offensive to, line that he's going running the, behind. Giving a game ball to the losing team. I, that's bold. I like that. Yeah. Well, I still think that, that Kyron Williams is going to have one heck of a game mm-hmm. um, and, and you can give out game balls to losing teams. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just, again, at times you just need to tip your hat. And I sure. think he's, I think he's going to have a ball game and uh, it won't be his fault if Notre Dame ends up losing this game. That, that, that's just how I see this one playing out. Uh, I think Kyron Williams is going to be the best running back on the field. And that's obviously saying something since uh, Travis Etienne uh, is going to have a different colored helmet on. Mm-hmm. I'm going a different direction. I'm going with Michael Mayer on this. Okay. One. That's I almost, game ball. I almost went to a tight end. Yeah. And here's why I think that number one is uh, Michael Mayer is a beast and, and he's a really talented player. He's shown no fear this year. And I think he's been chomping at the bit waiting for another crack at Clemson. Uh, I think he knows if I don't, you know, play like a freshman in that first game, we right. win that game going away convincingly. Yeah. And, and no one's talking about, well, they didn't have Trevor Lawrence, you know, and then they needed overtime right. to be, no, they'd have won that game by like 20. Right. Yep. Uh, and I, and I think, so I think that's part of it. I think the other part of it is practically speaking, Clemson knows exactly what you said is going to be true. They know Notre Dame is going to try to pound that sucker Absolutely. and run it right down their throat. And they're going to be aggressive. And you, you talked about this when we did our, our discussion of the Notre Dame offense against the Clemson defense. You said Clemson's going to come after Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And, and they're going to force Notre Dame to run a ball. And they're also going to say, look, Brent Venables has is, is got ne- multiple national championship rings, and he's the highest-paid coordinator for a reason. And he's not going to say, number 23 is not going to beat me, and right. number 88 is not going to beat me. Right. Right. So I think we could see Darren Kendrick matched up against Javon McKinley. I think we're going to see the safeties helping Javon McKinley. But at some point in time, if you're going to do all those things, stop the run, take Javon McKinley. You got to leave somebody in a one-on-one. Right. And there is nobody on the Clemson roster that, to me, can, can hang with Michael Mayer in a, in a one-on-one situation. Agreed. So uh, I think that Ian Book's going to hit him on a couple quick throws over the middle that are going to turn into big gains. I think he's going to get a big play action pass. I think he's going to be crucial in the red zone. And I think he's going to be the reason Notre Dame keeps it close early. I think Kyron Williams is going to put it away in overtime. Kyron Williams and Chris Tyree are going to put it over and over, put it away in overtime. But I think we're going to look back and say, if Michael Mayer doesn't beast out in the first half, I'm kind of have like visions of Cole Komet against Georgia in the first half. Oh yeah. Uh, last His year. First kind game. Of, yep, yeah. Yep. Where they were focused on, we're not going to let Chase Claypool beat us. They're not going to run the ball on us. And and then, okay, fine. You're going to leave the number way, 84 one-on-one. Yeah. This kid's pretty good. Right. And so I, I see something like that. And I think that's going to keep them in the game. And then that's going to open up opportunities for the second half for Javon McKinley to make a big play for Kyron Williams to find more room to work. And so that's why I think at the end of the day, my game ball is going to go to uh, Michael Mayer. So defensive game ball, Vince, Ooh. who, who uh, you, you got to go with a Clemson guy on this one, don't you? I mean, if you, if you got them winning the game, 
and you got both Notre Dame guys getting game balls. I mean, you got to give me a, a Clemson guy on this one, right? I mean, I could. I could give you one, but I'm, I'm a Notre Dame slant. So if I was going to go Clemson. players are going to outplay Clemson the whole game, get game but balls, but they're still going to lose. Okay. Makes total sense. Got to follow the logic. <laughs> Just follow sense. me down the yellow brick road. All right, Brian? Just follow me. Look, if I was going to give a game ball to Clemson on defense, it'd be to Tyler Davis up front. Yeah, I, I think he's so gonna, too. He's going to be unbelievable. I, 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 Notre Dame's going to have a hard time keeping him in check. Yeah. That, if that, Notre Dame doesn't win this game, to your point, if Notre Dame yeah. doesn't win this game, it's going to be because they couldn't run the ball. Yeah. And if they can't run the Absolutely. ball, it's going to be because of Tyler Davis. Because he's getting it and he's just disrupting things right. in the backfield. So if I'm going Clemson, I'm giving it to Tyler Davis. I, I am going to go Notre Dame uh, as well. I, I'm Look, Jeremiah Wusukormoa had mm-hmm. a game the last time these guys played. Obviously, he scored the touchdown. He was, he was everywhere. Um, and even though they're going to game plan away from six – Mm-hmm. They, they don't want anything to do with him. He's going to make his name. He's mm-hmm. going to make his presence felt. I, it's either going to be a tip ball into an interception or he's going to have a couple of tackles for loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think he's going to disrupt things in the backfield. He is going to assist Kyron Williams to being the best back on the field yeah. because he's going to mess with number nine and white uh, an awful lot. So it, my Notre Dame defensive game ball is going to go to Jeremiah Wusukormo. Yeah, for me, Vince, uh, I'm going with Kyle Hamilton. Uh, I think this is a situation where if Notre Dame is going to win this game, it means that they have they have forced ty- the Clemson offense into some mistakes, into some big mistakes, and whether that be uh, picking off Trevor Lawrence or, or something along those lines. I think the pass rush is going to be effective for Notre Dame. Uh, I think that that, that they're not going to get home all the time, but they're going to get home enough that they're going to force Trevor Lawrence into four or five mistakes. And, and as good as Elohi Gilman and Jalen were, Elliot were in four 2018. Four five mistakes. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, again, mistakes are missing on second and 10. Sure. You know, and no, forced, absolutely. You know, it, it doesn't mean they're going to turn the ball over five times. Uh, you know, and, and so when I look at it, I say, you know, who's going to be the beneficiary of that? Because number one, they're going to game plan away from Jeremiah Wuzukormo. They're also going to throw the screens. They're going to attack quickly. They're going to try to get Travis Etienne going in the pass game. They're going to do a lot of things that I believe are going to give Kyle Hamilton an opportunity to make a lot of big plays. And I see a similar situation to the North Carolina game prior to him, uh, prior to him getting ejected. He was putting on a defensive clinic on making plays against the RPOs. And I think he's going to take away a lot of those plays. I think that he is going to get an opportunity and look, this is going to be the 11th game of the year, the 10th game that Kyle Hamilton has played in and he hasn't picked a pass off. I just look and say, like, sheer numbers, just opportunity. Well, even if it's like a, the tipped ball that you talked about, I just – I have a feeling that this is going to be a little bit of a kind of a uh, – you know, Kyle Hamilton's getting a lot of national attention, but not like the kind that I think he should. I mean, he was left off the Jim Thorpe finalist awards, like 14 DBs and not one of them named Kyle Hamilton. Like, do you even watch football? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you know, so so I look at it, and I think he's going to kind of have a bit of a coming out party, and and it's going to continue that passing of the torch type of thing to the next star of of Notre Dame, and and it's going to be him. You know, Jeremiah Wusu has been that star really the last two years, uh, and then Kyle Hamilton's going to be the kind of guy that say, hey, you know, you're going to be in the first round, you're going to be in the NFL next year. Let me go ahead and take over that star, you know, uh, from you, and I think that that's going to be the difference in the game for me. So. Yeah, uh, that's my game ball. So I'm going with uh, I'm going with uh, uh, Michael Mayer and Kyle Hamilton. I think it's going to be a youth movement in this game, and two guys that didn't play in the last game. That's, the other that's part true. Of it. 
Uh, and actually a lot of the game balls that we were, that you we were handing out were guys that didn't play in this game last yeah. time, you know, Jeremiah Wusu did not play in this game last time. Uh, so You're I talking think about that's the 2018, 20, the last version, time they not, played. Yeah. Not I'm the talking last about time with, a, with a title yeah. on the line, right? right the last right. time I just wanted to put 20, that out there. 2018 yeah. is what I'm talking about. Last yeah. time they played Trevor Lawrence. Is, right. is, Cause that's a good point. Last time they played was a month ago. Right. Uh, I'm talking about like Trevor Lawrence yeah. Clemson. Of course. You know? And uh, so it's going to be fun. So that's our game prediction. Vince, you're going with a 24 to 21 Clemson <sighs> win. Gosh. Um, I'm actually going to amend my score a little bit. I'm actually going to go, um, I'm going to go 36 to 33. I'm going to okay. go, I'm going to go regulation 30, 30 Clemson kicks a field goal. Notre Dame, Notre Dame wins scores a touchdown. touchdown. And of course you don't kick the extra point when you win it on a, on a second possession or, you know, right. second possession touchdown, the other team got a field goal. So I'm going 36, 33 Notre Dame win. I think it's if it be rolls out game. your way one overtime, Notre Dame gets a second possession. All this goes down. I, I will bow down my friend, but that would be <laughs> please amazing. Don't. <laughs> please don't. Uh, but no, I mean, I just, you know, again, if, if I was that confident in yeah. it, I would be throwing money on the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. But that's just kind of how I see it playing out. Yeah. I just think it's a, it's a, you know, I think Notre Dame has the advantages, but I also think those advantages aren't exactly, you know, like Notre Dame against Pitt advantages. You yeah. know what I mean? Like right. th these are two really good teams. Right. And, We're splitting uh, hairs here. Yeah, and, and I just think Notre Dame's going to win it. I'll, I'll be surprised if this game isn't is a blowout. I think it's just going to be Notre Dame just lays it, lays it, lays down. You know, Notre Dame's just distraction this, distraction that, right. just turnover. Ian Book just can't can't make plays. Right. Offensive line gets whipped. You know, um, which and I just don't see those things happening. You know, Agreed. defense gives up a bunch of big plays. I just don't see those things happening. So I do think this is going to be a great game. I, I yep. do. I think it's going to be a phenomenal game against what I believe are the second and third best team in the country. You know, now we'll see if the committee still thinks that, uh, you know, when, when they make their decision. But I think if the game goes into overtime again and Notre Dame wins, I think Clemson's in the playoff. And uh, I think yeah. we're going to see Notre Dame against Ohio State in round one with Clemson against Alabama, which is going to be really interesting. <laughs> really interesting. So <laughs> I hope that – I hope – I hope, I hope, I hope that's the matchup we're talking about yeah. uh, come this time on a, on Sunday, yeah. you know, evening when we do one of these yeah. reaction podcasts because I think that would be the most ideal situation mm -hmm. for a Final Four yes. uh, for this season. Four I best teams, do. good yes. matchups. Yep. And if Clemson beats Alabama, then they might as well just hand the trophy to Clemson because Notre Dame's not beating them a third time. <laughs> a third time in a row. <laughs> just, if they do, you and I will go to Notre Dame and start building the Brian Kelly statue ourselves. <laughs> if they beat Clemson three times this year. It might year. not look like Brian Kelly when we're done, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I said we'd start it, okay? We'll lay the square foundation and then professionals can come in and, you know, do I'll the actual. chalk outline. Yes. <laughs> we started it. So we'll go right here. Right here. Uh, knowing Notre Dame and knowing how much Brian Kelly just loves me, uh, they're probably going to put the Brian that would they would probably put the Brian Kelly statue right by where the media walks in. So I have to walk by <laughs> every it every day. time I every go time. to the stadium. So, uh, but I'll take that if that means Notre yeah. Dame wins a championship, I'll take that. But we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Yes, way we ahead. Are. We're just having some fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do think we, you know we, we broke it all down. You know, check out the previous podcast. Uh, if you go to the website at uh, irishbreakdown.com, we have predictions for all five Power Five championship games on the website. So uh, we didn't just make predictions for this game. We made predictions for all games. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and then that's kind of how, uh, you know, we like to roll, Vince. And so we're also going to have some more stuff following up on the recruiting grades. We have two-year grades up on the website. 
Uh, it'll be up in the afternoon. So just depending on when you're listening to the podcast or listening to this video, uh, it'll be up there, but a uh, lot of, a lot of good going on. So Vince, thanks for joining me. Thanks you for, bet. uh, uh, all the breakdown of this. And hopefully when we are, uh, talking with people again, next time, we'll both be in a good mood and Ugh. Notre Dame fans will be in a good mood. And I hope and, I'm dead uh, wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, it make you're, you're going, you're going with the analysis and that's yeah. what we do. That is, I mean, on a serious note, we'll end it with this. That is, that is the one thing um, that uh, – well, let me just – I'll say this after we get this one last advertisement in from Bet Online. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts so for the thing for me vince is the one thing we've always said that we'll do we promise that we'll do when we do this is you know we're we're, i've never hid the fact that i grew up a notre dame fan i've I've never tried to hide that fact i've never tried to pretend because i think that's dishonest um you know and i think that uh you know when i look at this and i say you know how what are what kind of presentation we're going to give we all we've always said and i'm not saying others don't do this i I don't know what others do i'm just telling you what we what we do we're always going to try to give you real analysis we'll be wrong i mean if i was again if i could make predictions and be right every time i would be a very very wealthy person uh and you know so but what we're going to try to do is always give you real analysis and our real opinions and when we are giving you sort of a, a from our heart take we're going to tell you this is more of a from the heart take this isn't necessarily and X's and O's thing. If you want to know what I think about the matchups, if you want to know about what I think about the Notre Dame line against the Clemson defensive line and Trevor Lawrence against the Notre Dame, we've got tons of articles and stuff about that. And, and, and we're always going to try to give you very fair, objective things, even if it's, it's something that's not a positive about Notre Dame. And, and, but when things are good, we'll try to say they're good. We're always going to be fair, but I think there is room in a podcast like this where we're having a little bit of fun and, you know, and it's okay to kind of allow the fan side to come yeah. out, but we're going to be honest about that. So, you know, you went with your objective X's and O's studying the matchups and also looking at that guy wearing number 16 in orange and realizing like, he doesn't lose games like this. Yeah, he's really you know good. What I mean? And the only guy that ever beat him was this cat named Joe Burrow. Yeah. You know, uh, he's hard to beat. Uh, yeah. So that year he was really hard yeah. to beat that year. Well, and yeah, Trevor Lawrence has been hard to beat since the moment he stepped foot on campus. And yeah. so, well, he's been hard to beat since high school. So, um, you know, it, it, there's, there's no shame in picking Clemson. I mean, I think that uh, most of the national people will think that you're going to get this one right anyway. I'm, you're, but you're going with your head. You're going X's yeah. and O's, analysis and matchups. And I'm just more going from my heart first and foremost and, you know, going from there. So, anyway, so we appreciate you all being with us. Um, we, we really had a, a, just another great week uh, on the website. We're really taking off with our podcast. We're very excited to be partnering with Blue Wire Pods. We're really excited that you all – uh, have found our podcast and we want to continue to grow. So if you have Notre Dame friends and family, make sure you ask them about Irish breakdown. If they haven't heard of us, give them the website address and have them subscribe to the podcast because we definitely want to continue to grow 
our Irish Breakdown family and our Irish Breakdown community. We thank everybody that's been along for the ride to help us grow so far. And uh, I hope that the next time we are together, we're all in a really, really good mood. But if not, I still think we're going to be talking about Notre Dame uh, getting ready for a college football playoff burst. So no for doubt. Vince Adari, I'm Brian Driscoll. Y'all have a great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy the game. And we will talk to you again soon.